we continue reading the life of Pythagoras, uh, chapter by chapter. Now we have chapter 34, which is subtitled as on wikischool.org, it's subtitled Non-Mercenary Secrecy. What does he think that is? To keep, there may be a, a need for secrecy and advanced spirituality. So we're going to see what secrecy is involved. Since, however, we have thus generally and with arrangement discussed what pertains to Pythagoras and the Pythagoreans, let us, after this, narrate such scattered particulars subject relative to the subject as these are scattered particulars. <laughs> Do you think this will be a scattered reading? Mm -hmm. Scattered particulars relative to the subject as do not fall under the above-mentioned order. It is said, therefore, that each of the Greeks who joined himself to this community of the Pythagoreans was ordered to use his native language, for they do not approve of the use of a foreign tongue. Foreigners also united themselves to the Pythagoric sect, vis-a-vis -vis the Messenians, the Lucicani, the Pisantini, and the Romans, uh -huh. and Metrodolorus, the son of Thyrsus, who was the father of Epicharmus. and who transferred the greater part of his doctrine to medicine, says in explaining the writings of his father to his brother that Epicharmus, and prior to him Pythagoras conceived at the best dialect, as well as the best harmony of music, is Doric. All right, so the best mode in music is Doric, and the best dialect is Doric. Do you, what do you see as Doric? I know the Doric uh, in architecture, the Doric style. Well, Doric is main. Is Doric. is Doric mainland Greece as opposed to Ionic, and that Ionic. I, Ionic came first. Uh, Ionic. The Doric followed. But the best harmony music is Doric, is the Doric. The best dialect is Doric. That the Ionic and the Aeolic participate of the chromatic harmony. But that the Attic dialect is replete with this in a still greater degree. It's an Attic dialect. Wait. They were also of opinion that the Doric dialect, which consists of verbal letters, is enharmic. You want to hear that again? The prior to him, Pythagoras conceived that the best dialect, as well as the best harmony of music, is the Doric that the Ionic and Aeolic participate of the chromatic harmony, but that the Attic dialect is replete with this in a still greater degree. They were also of opinion that the Doric dialect, which consists of vocal letters, is an harmic. What was the last word? In harmic, manek. Fables, likewise, bear testimony to the antiquity of this dialect. For in these it is said that Nereus married Doris, the daughter of Ocean, by whom he had fifty daughters, 
one of which was the mother of Achilles. Metrodorus also says that according to some, Helen was the offspring of Deucalion, Deucalion, who was the son of Prometheus and Phyra, Phyra, the daughter of Epimetheus, and that from him came Doris and Aelios. And he further observes that he, we learned from the sacred rites of the Babylonians that Helen was the offspring of Jupiter, and that the sons of Helen were Doris, Zuthus, and Aeolus, with which narrations Herodotus also concurs, accords Herodotus. Is conforming this, confirming this. Uh-huh. It may be how close to the God they did the <clears throat> Greeks of the uh, time of Homer, or even maybe before Homer, because Homer wrote the story of Troy, and Trojan War mm. happened before his life. It is difficult, however, for those in more more recent times to know accurately, in particular, so ancient, which of these narrations is to be preferred. But it may be collected from each of these histories that the Doric dialect is acknowledged to be the most ancient, and that the Aeolic is next to this, which received its name from Aeos, and that the Ionic ranks as the third one, which derived its appellation from Ion, the son of Zeus, Zeus, and the Attic is the fourth, which was denominated from Creusa, the daughter of, of uh, Erechtheus, and is posterior to the former dialects by their generations, as it exists from the time of the Thracians and the rape of Oretheria, as is evident from the testimony of most histories. This is sort of like um, linguistics here. Uh-huh. We're doing an ancient study of linguistics. Uh, we're doing quantitative linguistics, uh-huh. or etymology. Uh-huh. Orpheus also, who is the most ancient of the poets, used the Doric. Uh-huh. All right, so if Orpheus used it, then I accept Doric. Uh-huh. Because if Pythagoras and Orpheus used Doric, then I lean towards Doric. Of uh, medicine, however, they especially embraced the dietetic species. And uh, is that like dietetic? (laughs) Dietetic species. And with. Dietetic. Tonic. And in the exercise of this were most accurate. And in the first place, indeed, they endeavored to learn the indications of symmetry. Did you learn the indications of symmetry? And in the first place, indeed, they endeavored to learn the indications of symmetry, of labor, food, and repose. Have you learned the indications of symmetry in repose? In the next place, with respect to the preparation of food, they were nearly the first who attempted to employ themselves in it and define the mode in which it should be performed. We are 
looking at scattered particulars uh, relevant to scattered about the Pythagoreans. In the next place, there's respect to preparation of food. They were nearly the first to attempt to employ themselves in it and to define the mode in which it should be performed. Uh, the Pythagoreans likewise employed cataplasms more frequently than their predecessors, but they, in a less degree, approved of medicated ointments. These, however, they principally used in the cure of ulcerations, but incisions and burnings they admitted the least of all things. Some diseases also they cured by incantations, but they are said to have objected to those who expose disciplines to sale, who open their souls like the gates of an inn to every man that approaches them and who, if they do not thus find buyers, diffuse themselves through cities, and in short, hire gymnasia, and require reward from young men for those things which are without price. Pythagoras, however, concealed the meaning of much that was said by him in order that those who were genuinely instructed might clearly be partakers of it, but that others, as Homer says of Dantilus, might be pained in the midst of what they heard, in consequent of receiving no delight from whence. I think also it was said by the Pythagoreans respecting those who teach for the sake of reward that they show themselves to be worse than statuaries and are those artists who perform their work sitting. For these, when someone orders them to make a statue of Hermes, search for wood adapted to the reception of the proper form, but those pretend that they can readily produce the works of virtue from every nature. Footnote says, this observation applies also to those of the present day who have from a profound ignorance of human nature attempt to enlighten by education the lowest class of mankind. For this, as I have elsewhere observed, is an attempt to break the golden chain of beings to disorganize society and to render the vulgar dissatisfied with the servile situations in which God and nature intended them to be placed. See page 73 of the introduction to my translation of selected works of Plotinus. Uh -huh. Oh, that's, uh, that is from Thomas Taylor, apparently. Interesting that he would say that uh, the vulgar... Uh, yeah, read that again. This is from Thomas Taylor. That Well, the sentence says... Uh, the whole sentence. Uh, uh, I think all. I think also it was said by the Pythagoreans respecting those who teach for the sake of reward that they show themselves to be the worst than statuettes and those artists who perform their work sitting. For these, when some others uh, of them to make a statue of Hermes search for wood adapted to the reception of the proper form. But they pretend that they can readily produce the works of future from virtue from every nature. Footnote, this observation applies also to those of the present day. Present day being 
18 like 18 in England by Thomas Taylor, who, from a profound ignorance of human nature, attempt to enlighten by education the lowest class of mankind. For this, as I have elsewhere observed, is an attempt to break the golden chain of beings, to disorganize society, and to render the vulgar dissatisfied with the servile situations in which God and nature intended them to be placed. See page 73 of the introduction of my translation of the selected works of Platinus. Well, I don't know if he thinks you should leave, if Thomas Taylor thought the poor downtrodden should be just left there. And he didn't say he left the poor, but uh, he said mm-hmm. the encore. It's not not poor, but just vulgar. You leave the vulgar lowest class of mankind. Forever be vulgar if you don't educate them. Well, you don't educate the vulgar. Well, if they're acting vulgar, you can probably not bother with them. The vote Pythagoreans likewise said that it is more necessary to pay attention to philosophy than to parents and agriculture, for it is owing to the latter, indeed, that we live. But philosophers and preceptors are the causes of our well-living well and becoming wise. Do you think it's important that we live well and become wise, or just eat? Huh? Come on, don't ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just eat and forget about becoming wise. <laughs> Maybe we could stop this reading. The causes of our living well, this is why you used to have philosophy. And becoming wise in consequence of having discovered the right mode of discipline and instruction. Nor did they think fit either to speak or write in such a way that their conceptions might be obvious to any casual persons. But Pythagoras said to have taught this in the first place to those that came to him, that being purified from all incontinence, they should preserve in silence the doctrines they had heard. It is said, therefore, that he who first divulged the theory of commensurable and incommensurable quantities to those who were unworthy to receive it was so hated by the Pythagoreans that they did not only they not only expelled him from their common association and from living with them, but also constructed a tomb for him, as one who had migrated from the human and passed into another life. Ah, so you're divulging secrets outside. Yeah, yeah, you shouldn't speak like that. That's why even Jesus spoke metaphorically. Mm. in parabolas so only the ones who knew understood that not uh, yeah this is this want to be ob- uh, ob- everybody in the non-mercenary secrecy <laughs> secrecy uh, others also say that the divine power was indignant with those who divulged the dogmas of Pythagoras this is about divulging the truth <laughs> Before that, he perished in the sea as an impious person who rendered manifest the com- composition of the Icostagonus, I-C-O-S-T-A-G-O-N-U-S. He rendered manifest the composition of the 
Icaustic onus. And vis-a-vis, you deliver the method of inscribing in a sphere the decadodecadron, which is one of what are called the five solid figures. Uh-oh, he gave away his math formula. <laughs> but according to others, this happened to him who unfolded the doctrine of irrational and incommensurable quantities. Uh-huh. That is a uh, footnote. This is, this is also asserted, as I have been observed in this Scolia on the tenth book of the Commandined edition of Euclid's Elements, page 122. That's Thomas Taylor's footnote. <laughs> Moreover, all the Pythagoric discipline was symbolic and resembled enigmatic and riddles consisting of apothemes. Of apothem themes, a p o t h e g m s. In consequence of imitating antiquity in his character, just as the truly divine and Pythian oracles appear to be in a certain respect difficult to be understood, and explained to those who carelessly receive the answers which they give, such therefore and so many are the indications respecting Pythagoras and the Pythagoreans, which may be collected from what is disseminated about them. Goodness, uh-huh. that was uh, chapter thirty-four. Something about um, divulging the uh, secrets uh, to the vulgar. Uh-huh. You think that was wrong? This is various topics. He said they should speak Doric, and then they said, they said, uh, 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 all the uh, mystics said that. Uh, Jesus said that, but uh, not to throw your par- your. Uh, Let's see what they say here. This is from Wiki School. Pythagoreans objected to those who offer disciplines for sale, who open their souls like the gates of an inn to every man that approaches them, and who, if they do not thus have buyers, diffuse themselves through cities. So, in short, higher gymnasium require reward for young men for those things that are without price. Pythagoras indeed held the meaning of such much that he said to them, in order that those who were generally instructed might clear partakers of it. Hmm. They're just, uh, what is this here? It's either a copy of it or it's just a summary. Uh, Mm-hmm. It says, Pythagoric discipline was symbolic, resembling riddles and puzzles, and mac- consisting of maxims in the style of ancients. Uh-huh. Mm. All right, that's about it. Uh-huh. The summaries. Uh, chapter 34 was on scattered particulars. Uh-huh. Or was it on secrecy? Or was it on the best harmony? The best harmony is secrecy. Or Doric language. Of course, Orpheus liked it. So that's enough.
And you need philosophy to live well and be wise, because what's the point otherwise? <laughs> this was chapter 34 of Iambicus's Life of Pythagoras. So.